0: The following podcast contains explicit language. If you're paying attention to television shows about single women, you think that us ladies must be having a ton of sex. Me and my fellow sexually liberated, city-living, politically progressive, feminist women with demanding careers and reliable birth control, our bedposts must be so full of notches that they're just falling apart. Maybe that idea started with Sex in the City. I have a sexy young man who loves to fuck me, and I'm fabulous. A show that taught young millennials to value their female friends, Cosmo cocktails, and doing it. The bad news is you're fired. The good news is now I can fuck you. Then came HBO's Girls. Okay, this is good. I'm gonna go get some lube. Why do we need to get lube? Lena Dunham's naked tattooed body transmitted the message clearly. We like our sex without strings attached. Unless we want some strings attached, or unless you're talking about the strings hanging down from our IUDs. We're the generation that learned about sex from porn. Will you get a condom? I'll consider it. Conservative calmness called girls a wasteland of sexual promiscuity. Then came you know, Amy Schumer. See, like
1: my whole life
0: I-, I I found friends
1: just like me. Like at a young age, I found girls that were just like me. Like we were all whores.
0: You know, just little drunks running around. And Broad City? I thought he'd be it. a stamp on my sexual passport, because you know I've never been someone over six, five. I know exactly. Writer Ann Friedman called Broad City the first show that was truly casual about sex, not just simply feigning detachment in the name of empowerment. And that's how millennials became known Don't as the hookup stop. generation. Don't stop. Don't stop.
1: Don't stop.
0: But not so fast. I've been doing some research, and young millennials born in the 1980s and 1990s, on average, are starting their sex lives later than Gen Xers did, twice as late. And if you think about it, we all know that the kids these days are taking longer to embrace adulthood. A lot is delayed compared to previous generations, like when you finish college, how long you live at home after college, when you start your first real job, when you get married, when you're having kids. And research says that we can add to that list when you start having a sex life, despite what pop culture images of young women might tell you. It's not like we all got smartphones and Snapchat and losing your virginity got easier. Think about the amount of time that millennials are spending behind their screens instead of in the backseat of cars. Also, this is the generation that's often accused of being more focused on their academics and professional achievements than ever. Plus, there's more awareness now about the risks of STIs. Campus sexual assault, there are reasons to wait. Virgins are even showing up now on unscripted television. So tonight, I'm going to tell him straightforward that I am a virgin. Come here. <laughs> That's my new best friend, Ashley Ionetti. I mean, not really, but I did just meet her at an open bar this week. It was hosted by the dating app Hinge because Hinge wants us to know that Ashley and other famous people are totally on there looking for a date. And if you sign up, you might have a shot at dating her. Of course, she was paid to be at this Hinge event. I wasn't. I was just looking for a boyfriend. Ashley is bachelor famous for crying a lot on television, her Kardashian-like Jersey girl hotness, and coming out to the farmer bachelor Chris as a 26-year-old virgin. I actually was the fact that I'm a... Virgin. and then true to her character there was a lot of crying i don't know it's just really weird for him not to make a move on me and it's just like i know it has to do with that <laughs> so much crying i feel like i really freaked him out ashley is 29 years old now still a virgin and at this dating event where i met her i met another girl also a virgin at 26, who came there that night to meet Ashley because they are both virgins for the same reason. Not religious, not cultural. They're just waiting for a committed relationship. And that's it. And dating is so broken that you can be beautiful, smart, funny, leave college, get a job, start your life, and still be waiting for a good dating experience to happen. And that is the story of my guest today.
1: I definitely didn't think that I would lose it in high school. I was really
0: nerdy in high school. Very. I lettered in show choir. This is a listener that we'll call Florida. She reached out to bravely talk about her virginity with the show. She's 28 years old. And she has that busy millennial thing going on. She studied theater and English and mental health counseling. And now she works for college. And Florida also lives in Florida. That's actually where I interviewed her. I was down there visiting family, and she was kind enough to come over to my dad's house to do the interview. We spoke outside next to dad's pool. So if you hear the pool pump going on and off, if you hear chirping birds and planes flying overhead, that's why. And it was perfect for us to sit outside. We had a little privacy there. We could drink coffee while a cat walked around. The topic of our conversation was Florida's virginity.
1: One of my journals literally starts out with, man, guys, I really need to get laid. (laughs) But I would when I would hang out with my friends like nothing, nothing about that whatsoever. (laughs) You guys were the good kids. Yes. And sex is kind of considered a bad kid behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely thought not that I had any intention of waiting till marriage, but I definitely thought that I wanted to wait to be in a committed relationship. And I really thought that would happen in college. But in college, who has time? In college, I had two majors, two minors. I had a job. That's enough. Stop there. (laughs) No, it's not even done. (laughs) I had a job. I was an RA. I was a member of, like, countless clubs. And I also had a social life. And I also did really well in school. Like, I
0: got really good grades. And I slept. So it didn't happen in college either. Florida has long, dark hair with thick curls. And her Facebook is full of photos of her in pretty dresses with scarves and belts. A lot of wedding photos where she's making the sexiest face at the camera. And she has these expressive features where her thick eyebrows are always saying something. She has the kind of face that can pull off every shade of lipstick.
1: I had this one friend who called me. We were both like, we were probably like 21, and she like called me right after she had sex for the first time. She was like, this just happened. I just really wanted to let you know. I'm in the kitchen right now. I'm going to go back to the bedroom. Okay, bye. (laughs) And we had always kind of had this pact that I was going to do the same thing. I was going to call her also. And it just got to the point where it was just like later and later and later, and it got very strange. Do you feel like people in college knew you were a virgin? I don't think so. I've always been incredibly outgoing. I've always really enjoyed going dancing.
0: Right. And dancing, according to <laughs> Tinder, is basically sex because I, there's so many guys who are bragging about their dancing abilities. Yeah. Well, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like she wasn't thinking about dancing. She has the sex drive of a 20-something and confided in me that she dances with herself every day. But still, she couldn't meet the right guy. She'd always thought she'd lose her virginity. After a meet-cute. I had this problem for a while in college where
1: I would leave my number in the tip buckets for different like, musicians. If like a musician was like playing in a bar like on a Sunday afternoon, I'd be like, you're really cute, and I like how you play guitar.
0: But those guys never called. The other plan was to lose her virginity to a longtime best male friend. And there was a guy like that who she started to develop feelings for and thought it was about time she told him.
1: So we were walking back onto campus one night, and I like stopped him, and I was like, look, I really need to tell you something. I love our friendship, and I want it to be more. I have feelings for you. And he
0: looks me square in the eye, and he's like, I think I'm gay. (laughs) Or there was another friend who she confirmed was straight. She'd had a crush on him for the longest time. And finally, after a long night out drinking, they are having a moment alone in the car together.
1: We're, like, talking about, you know the end of college and life changing and how different it's gonna be. And we're talking about how much we're gonna miss each other. And then the moment happens and we kiss. And it was I was like, this is it. This is the start of my life. So we kiss and then he like pulls back and he looks really weird and he opens the door and he vomits in the parking lot.
0: No Uh, Yes. So no more
1: kissing? No more kissing.
0: So if it's not going to be a banjo-playing busker or a trustworthy longtime friend, that left losing her virginity in the hands of dating college guys. And in college, that's not dating the way I think of the word today or the way our mom said it would be. Like this one time, she was hanging out with a guy, and he just moved into a new apartment, and he asked if she wanted to come by for a visit. And he was like, oh, go check out the bed. It's really soft. And I was like,
1: oh, that's cool. And so I walked into the bedroom, and I pushed on the mattress. And I was like, you're right, this is really soft. And then I walked back out into the living room and sat down to watch TV. And later on when I was leaving, I was like, oh, he didn't want me to feel his bed. (laughs) And I still feel really bad about that. Because I totally would have. I was super into him, too.
0: And then there was our first real date. A college guy invited her over for cocktails and dinner.
1: And I, I was drinking at this point in college, but I was like 19 or 20, still really early in my drinking. And so he made me a martini when we were making dinner. And I tried my damnedest to drink it but it was so bad it tasted horrible and so at one point I'm like trying to drink this martini and he just looks at me with like disgust on his face because he thought he was very fancy and he's just like do you want a beer she took the beer
0: he made her dinner
1: We, I think we made vegan burritos Like, <laughs>
0: oh okay this is,
1: true. This is very millennial <laughs> time
0: to lose your virginity right? I just ate a vegan
1: burrito <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) but he so like we like we listened to music we sat on the porch and then like we were on the couch and he put on a tv show and then he like we're cuddling and he kind of like mashes his face up against mine and i didn't know what to do and i didn't know how moves worked and so i just kind of mashed my face back While while another girl might have turned to face him. Right. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And at one point, he like took my hand and like put it on his stomach. And I was like, oh, stomach. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. And another girl is supposed to know what that's a signal for. I didn't. I just thought we were face mashing and cuddling. This is his fault, too. (laughs) No, but it's another girl who would feel like,
0: okay, I'll show him,
1: you know? Right. I didn't know what to show him. I was watching the TV. It was really good. Face mashing, cuddling. <laughs> did you, how long did you keep your hand on his stomach? I- oh, too long. <laughs> Way too long. <laughs> we were saved by his roommate coming home. And she just kind of looks at us and she's like, oh, should I leave? And he goes, no, you can stay. She was heading home. <laughs> and that, that's what that's I, I knew. You knew. Yep. And then I walked home by myself. He didn't offer to drive me. He didn't offer to walk me.
0: It's because you didn't know to move your hand (laughs) down from his belly to where he wanted you to touch his dick without talking. Yes, exactly. Without kissing. No. I've also had the, I'm going to put your hand near my dick now without kissing (laughs) you moment. (laughs) What is that? I don't know. It's not romantic. Nor is it sexy. (laughs) Like I'm not saying we're going to love each other until the day we die, but could we at least pretend? Right. Could you? Could you just tell your roommate, no, please don't interrupt. We're watching a show now. Yes. We're enjoying our time together.
1: Or, I don't know, a really nice may I kiss you, or can I kiss you now, I think is really hot and really sweet. And instead you got, okay, I'll get
0: you a beer. Right. Fine. Drink a beer. Years later, that guy is now a professional knife thrower. In the circus, I'm glad that that is not on my, you know, a notch on my lipstick case. Now, if we went over my notches or just ask your female friends about their notches, usually there are a couple knife throwers in there. Guys whose warning signs we ignored because we're young and dumb and wanted to see the best in them. That's how virginities get lost. But my friend Florida always had this strong awareness of her worth. She had standards for how she should be treated.
1: No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, if... It's night outside, and you want me to walk to my car alone. I know that I'm a strong, independent woman. I know if you weren't here, I would be walking to my car alone. But I want you to offer to walk me to my car. Actually, I want you to walk me to my car even if I say no, I'm fine. I want you to hang out with me so bad
0: (laughs) that those five minutes, you don't want to miss a single joke, I might say. Yes. You don't want to miss my giggle. I'm very funny. You are. (laughs) So you could say that these unreasonably high standards, right, Being very sarcastic here. The college guys actually express interest, kiss her, don't throw up, that these standards held up her virginity. The other thing that held up her virginity sometimes was a bit of fear.
1: I have always felt like I missed out on this like fundamental, like, how to be a woman course that I was supposed to get in high school. And then maybe I could get like the backup version in college. And then I just never got it. And I'm just sitting here uneducated and unwilling to show my naivety. Do you think there is a book of rules somewhere? You know, I haven't found it and I keep asking people and no one has told me where it is.
0: (laughs) I have also spent my life looking for this book. Not just for dating, also makeup application, clothing shopping, UTIs. I have an internal monologue that's just messages for a future daughter or niece about types of soap. So even though it means that young women might not lose their virginity in high school or college, I think that there should be a chapter in this imaginary book coaching you to have standards as high as Florida, telling you not to have sex with the guy who barfs after you kiss him, the guy who puts your hand on his belly. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, Florida is finally going to have to tell a guy who she's really into that she's a virgin. We'll see how he takes it. And we're back in Florida with our listener who I'm calling Florida. We're still sitting next to my dad's pool. We've learned that despite a bunch of close calls, Florida never found herself in a situation where she wanted to lose her virginity. In all of high school, all of college. And now she's heading to graduate school and it's becoming an issue. I felt like I was barely a woman. Like I was like missing
1: a chunk of what it meant to be. It sounds very heavy, but like a chunk of like Mm -hmm. what it means to be a human, where it's like we are, you know, pack animals, we're sexual creatures, we're social creatures. And I felt like I was missing that part, that connection to other people.
0: The other thing that really strikes me is it seems like it was important for you that
1: the other person knows you're a virgin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I definitely have had friends who are like, just start dating some dude. Don't tell him. Like, he's not going to know. And to me, I was like, A, he's going to know because I'm going to be real awkward about it. But B, I was like, I think that's disrespectful to put somebody in that situation if they I guess, again, like, having all the facts. Like, I need you to know these facts
0: so that if you want to make a certain decision, you can or you cannot. The fear was that if she told a guy she was still a virgin, he'd instantly back off. Like, the prospect of taking a woman's virginity could turn her into some kind of a clingy monster.
1: I'm picturing almost like an Indiana Jones scene, like, crossed with, like, Twilight Where, like, (laughs) you are, like, you're crossing some sort of, like, mystical seal that
0: creates something, some sort of, like, imprint connection. (laughs) Yeah. Are you my husband? (laughs) Virginity finally came up with a guy she was into one summer during grad school. There was this guy in her friend group, and sometimes they'd go on dates or make out. But sex hadn't come up yet until this night when they had a big movie-watching party for the whole friend group. Pillows and blankets, everyone in the living room. It kept getting like later and later, and we ended up playing,
1: as you do when you're with, a bunch of, I don't know, well-educated 20-somethings. We ended up playing uh, Truth or Dare. And then it um, just kind of became people telling stories. And so one of the questions became, tell us about your first time. And so I immediately am like, freaked out and so I just stay quiet and I'm listening to
0: everyone and you can imagine their stories about uncomfortable situations mistakes awkwardness prom dates frat boys all stuff that Florida had avoided
1: one of my other friends who, who was in the room knew that I was a virgin and she definitely like tried to like have my back and so everybody shared and then I saw her like try to change the subject and then someone was like oh wait you haven't
0: shared Florida locked eyes with the guy she'd been seeing, looked down at the floor. I don't know why I didn't just lie or just say, like, I don't want to. Like, I
1: definitely mm-hmm. could have. But I think that I was, like, so, like, in flight or fight mode that I was, like, actually, I haven't yet. And so I don't have a story. And there was a, there was a moment that ha- couldn't have lasted more than a millisecond. But I, like, there was, like, this moment of silence That lasted for, like, years. Yes. Years to me. And I was just like, well, I'm not dating that guy anymore.
0: Florida was feeling so awkward about the whole thing that the next day she called him. And I, like, apologized for being a virgin. I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't, like, I don't know what you think. Like,
1: I'm sorry that this is a thing. And he was, like, very super chill about it. He was like, no, like, you should be really proud of yourself. You know, you haven't done something that you regret. And he was like, you know, it, I, it sounds like you really want to wait for someone who, you know, you're in a, a strong relationship with and somebody who really matters to you. And I think that's really valiant.
0: Which, side note, is basically what Chris the bachelor said to Ashley.
1: The fact that Ashley I is a virgin is impressive. I mean, I admire that. If anything, it makes me respect her more. And so, of course, after that conversation, I was like, it's you. I want to sleep with you.
0: But Chris never offered Ashley I a shot at that fantasy suite. And this guy in graduate school, he never came through either. So last year, Florida changed her approach to everything. I quit my job. I got a new job. I moved.
1: And I started really actively trying to date more.
0: And most importantly, I started doing things that scare me. Like she did a performance where she read her high school diaries on stage.
1: And it was always like these like inner secret thoughts that I was like, if anyone hears these, they're going to think I'm crazy. And after that, one of my friends reached out to me and they were like, and she was like, you know, hey, my friend saw you at that show and he thinks you're really cute. Going to give him your number. And I was like, what? Did he not hear what I said? <laughs> I told him who I am. How does he still like me? Yes.
0: And Anyone who's ever gone through this kind of a change knows that once you start being unabashedly yourself, it's hard to ever stop doing it. And the kind of comfort and confidence that builds works like a magnet. And so I downloaded Tinder
1: on like a Friday. And I matched with this guy on Sunday. And I sent him the first message. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you
0: instantly know he was your kind of guy?
1: His profile was super like brainy. Like, nerdy, with, like, lots of big words to say simple things. Um, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Absolutely. That's a, that also takes a little effort. His profile picture was something that was, like, funny. Mm-hmm. And so not something, like, it wasn't, like, shirtless in the, mm-hmm. in the mirror kind of thing. It was something that might not be necessarily super flattering. It showed that he was, like, cute and funny. My dude listeners, I hope you're taking notes. We went to a bar, I mean, as, as you do. But we ended up, it was one of those things where it was kind of a last-minute plan. We have been talking for a while, and then finally we're like, you know what? I'm free tonight. You're free tonight. Let's do something. And then we ended up hanging out for like five hours. It was instantly comfortable. He quoted my favorite movie without even knowing it was my favorite movie, and I was just like, done. I'm in, like, checkbox. I
0: didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Just the governor harumph. Harumph! Was there a kiss the first date? Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) We were those people in the bar who you hate.
0: And now she has to decide when to tell him about her virginity. And of course, one of my friends is like, have sex, never tell him. And another friend says, tell him in a few weeks. Now we're at the third
1: date. And I don't know what to do. (laughs)
0: Like, There's no dating advice. There's no, where is the manual? I don't, you need to write it. Then comes the fourth date. It was probably the wrong timing. They were in the middle of stuff.
1: The metaphor of going 70 down the highway, pulling the parking brake. Mm -hmm. That was what happened. (laughs) Um, And I told him and I was like, freaking out doesn't really (laughs) cover how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're yeah. having a hard time and even enjoying yourself because you're just thinking about this thing. Oh my god, yes, yes. Which is actually really funny because I was very kind of like just distracted and not connected, and so I say this, and he kind of takes a second and he's just like, "Okay, you know, it, that's you know,
0: different, but that's fine. We don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable with." Back when Florida first met this guy, it was around the same time we'd started talking about doing an episode about her virginity. So we were on the phone, and she asked me how I would handle it if I was hooking up with a guy, and then learned that he was a virgin. And on the phone that day, I said I'd want to know why. Like, there has to be a reason. But in her case, and we've really tried to cover the reason this episode, I think the reason why Florida is a virgin tells me more about what's going on with dating today than it does about her. I now think that the why isn't important. So when this guy didn't make a big deal about her virginity or even ask her why, she didn't know what her next move would be.
1: And so it was like this moment where he just kind of stopped and he was like, you're really in your head right now. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And then we just started making out again. Like, (laughs) And then did you get out of your head because you finally...
0: Were you able to tell this to him? Yeah.
1: Yes. So. (laughs) (laughs) The question you're asking, the answer is yes.
0: She lost her virginity a few weeks before this interview. Cue the fireworks.
1: We had talked about like that expectation of what it is supposed to be like when a woman loses her virginity. It's like, Oh, I'm finally a woman. And I, you know, birds are singing and I, you know, I'm, I'm walking a little different. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, yes. And so you, you told me you are like, after it happens, I want you to look in the mirror and say, I am a woman. <laughs> and I felt really bad. Cause I didn't do that. <laughs>
0: So that's probably a difference between losing your virginity at 18 versus 28 you don't look in the mirror and call yourself a woman all of a sudden the other difference is that uh she enjoyed herself a lot and one of my proudest moments as an interviewer i asked if she uh you know so the answer is yes to your question (laughs) okay i'm gonna need more fireworks in here
1: We were kind of doing other stuff, and I just kind of had this moment where I told him, I was like, I I want this, and I I was the one who pushed it. I was like, I want this to happen, and I'd like it to happen right now, if that's cool. And he was like, No, like, we don't have to. Like, I'm so sorry. Am I making you feel like we should? And I'm like, Nope, just let it, it's gonna happen right now. Yeah, that was one hundred percent what happened. <laughs> Are you glad you waited? I will say the the day after, I was like, that wasn't a big deal. I just like, I'm glad I waited till I was ready, but I also feel like I was ready a long time ago, and that fear of
0: the unknown kept me from pursuing things that probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal. It's been four months, and they're still dating. They've met each other's parents. Which leads me to say the thing here that I feel like I say all the time. Dating's hard until you're lucky enough to meet the person who makes it easy. Our show is produced by me, Andrea Salenzi, with Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is Hilary Frank. Our artwork changes every week thanks to Teddy Blanks at Chips.nyc. Our theme music is by Andy Nicholas, Casey Holford, Evan Viola, and Lee Rosphere. Special thanks to Milo Bell and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Next time on YOY, Bachelor Nation remains confused about how virginity works. I think Ashley is more of a virgin after the fantasy suite. Is that possible?